Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Well, I'm William Stewart. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Ephesians. Glad you're here today. This book was written by the Apostle Paul, probably around 60 AD, from Rome back to Ephesus. Paul at this time was under house arrest. It's thought waiting for trial before Caesar. He'd appealed to Caesar after being arrested in Jerusalem. Uh, That story is at the end of uh, the book of Acts. So uh, it's called one of the prison epistles. Uh, It's written to Ephesus, which was a major center of Christianity at the time. Uh, Timothy uh, was, if not now, uh, soon the bishop or the head of the church there. And um, it was uh, of great importance to Christianity, probably the first several centuries after Christ and seemed to um, decline after that. The ruins of Ephesus are still there in southwest Asia Minor or what is now Turkey. It was a major harbor and uh, trade center. So we're at the end of an interesting section on Paul detailing his ministry and its meaning to the church based on salvation. He goes through the, the spiritual structure of the church at the end of chapter two, and then he talks in chapter three about the knowledge base of the church, which came from him to from him primarily through Christ. So we're in uh, verses 12 and 13 today, uh, and it says, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. 13, wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. So what's this mean? Well, 12 is really important. Um, 11 talks about the purpose of Christ. We discussed last time and we decided by the context and several other verses that this meant in bringing salvation, which makes sense. So it then says in 12, and this is really a, in a sense of praise or recognition in whom Christ we have boldness and access. So to whom? Well, to God in prayer. Otherwise, we read from Hebrews 10, verses 19 to 22, that as believers, we can come before, come to God through the ripped veil into the Holy of Holies uh, before God with boldness. And so this sort of imagery is used several other times in the New Testament as it is here. What's that mean? Well, remember the Holy of Holies was the inner sanctum of the tabernacle in the Old Testament, where God would meet his people once a year in the Holy Holies. The only man who could walk in there was the high priest that one time of year. Uh, So um, that uh, was the reason because uh, this high priest was allowed to make a sacrifice for the sins, an atonement for the people, a covering for the people before God that one time a year. Otherwise, man himself was still sinful and could not approach God. 
But at Christ's death on the cross, that veil was ripped as described in the Gospels. Uh, literally the veil in the temple ripped, indicating now an access to God uh, through his broken body. Why is that? How can that happen? Well, because Christ covered our individual sins with his blood, but his broken body also uh, reversed or covered or ended the depravity that we had at the fall of Adam, where we became uh, sinful people by our very nature. So God now reckons us, Romans 4, as righteous because of Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection. Now, that's important. First Corinthians 15, 17 says, without the resurrection, there is no eternal life. You may have forgiveness, but you're still dead in your sins because of that sinful nature. So that resurrection where we are identified, that's called baptism in Romans 6, spiritual baptism, we're identified with his death, we're identified with his resurrection, so we are raised to new life along with him. So that new holy person, reckoned righteous by God, can enter the holy holies and pray anytime we want, 24-7. What a, what a change in the Old Testament. What a promise, as well as have eternal life. Because we can come before God because he reckons us as righteous. <coughs> Excuse me. So, that's a great promise. And uh, he ends this section basically saying, I desire that you not faint from my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Otherwise, Paul's going through a lot of tribulation. Uh, he's gone through a lot of persecution. He's under arrest right now. Uh, he... It might be facing death uh, at this time. He wouldn't die, but he would in just six years after uh, this time in the great persecution of Nero. So he doesn't want them to faint uh, and be afraid of his tribulations, but they would take glory in it and realize that God is using him and his power is being manifested through Paul as it has in their own lives through salvation and rejoice in what Paul is doing and what God is accomplishing uh, through him. Um, so that's um, uh, wraps this section on Paul's ministry. It's very instructive and important. We get into a great section next time on Paul, a model prayer by Paul. It's the second one he's given in the book. The first one is in the last half of Ephesians 1. So he's a very instructive in what God wants us to have as believers in the Christian life. Uh, as well as how we can pray for ourselves and others. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you will join us next time. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ephesians Verse by Verse. We hope you found Dr. Stewart's teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next time for another exciting episode in Ephesians. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com, T-E-L-E-I-O-S, R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.